Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to Lift the Cup Fantasy here. Not sure if you're watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but really do enjoy that you guys are supporting and listening no matter how you're streaming the episode here. So we're going to continue along with our team reviews. Today we're going to look at the Washington Capitals. And we're going to check out their uh, depth chart according to dailyfaceoff.com. I find them to be the most accurate, especially during the regular season. So we'll take a peek at their goaltending tandem. Defensive pairings or forward lines. From there, we'll mention which players are projected to be on different specialty team units to really hopefully help you determine some fantasy value for your upcoming drafts here. So the goaltending tandem in Washington this year should be Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. Now Kemper, the free agent signing there, he's 32 years old. Last year got into 57 games played. He was 37-12-4. Got a lot of wins there over in Colorado. Had 5 shutouts, 2.54 goals against average, and a 921 save percentage. So the save percentage was really nice too. It wasn't just always playing in front of a loaded team there. So he should definitely provide better goaltending for Washington than they had last year. They played the tandem between Vanessic and Samsonov, and they're both on their way out the door. But, uh, yeah, should be a good season for him. Washington's still a strong team. They're not an elite team anymore, but they're still a strong team. Will definitely should be in the postseason, barring being devastated by injury. But Kemper should get the reins and run with it and play in a ton of games again this year. Lindgren, he's 28 years old. Got into only five games last year. He is 5-0-0 with a 1.22 goals against average and 9.58 save percentage. Of course, those are absolutely fantastic numbers. But if you look at his career and how many games he played and what his normal goals against and save percentage are, he'll definitely come back to earth. He had five great games last year. And with Kemper, he's not going to get very many starts. So he might be worth spot starting because Washington will get you some wins this year. Just don't expect the 1.22 goals against average in the 9.58 save percentage. Obviously, Kemper is the guy in Washington, and he will be worth drafting with a fairly strong team playing in front of him there. Uh, defenseman, the top pairing should be Martin Fervery and John Carlson. Still haven't quite figured the right pronunciation for Fervery. But we'll try going through it anyways. He should be on the second PK unit, and he's 22 years old. Uh, Got into 79 games last year. He had 8 goals, 9 assists for 17 points. He threw 251 hits and 117 blocks. That's where he's going to add value for you. So definitely a banger league. He normally played on the second or third pairing last year, so those numbers should increase. He might get some secondary assists with Carlson as his D partner. So might be worth drafting late rounds in a league that favors hits and blocks heavily there. Uh, Carlson as D partner. This is a pure offensive play. Obviously, he's really good defenseman there offensively. Top power play unit should be on the second PK. He's 32 years old. Last year, 78 games played. He had 17 goals, 54 assists for 71 points. So, bit under a point per game, but just a bit under still. Really, really, really good for a defenseman there. 25 of those points were on the power play. 
73 hits, 112 blocks, so over the 100 block mark when you're throwing up that much offense, there's some nice value for you, and 195 shots on goal. Their second pairing should be Dmitry Orlov and Nick Jensen. Now Orlov, he's 31 years old, last year got into 76 games played, he had 12 goals, 23 assists for 35 points, so not bad secondary option, he's more of a streaming option in a lot of leagues, four of those points were on the power play. 124 hits, 94 blocks, 127 shots on goal. As I alluded to, he should be more of a streaming option than a full-time roster spot. But not bad streaming option when you do use him on light nights there. Uh, Nick Jensen, he should be on the top PK unit. He's 31 years old. Last year got into 76 games. He had 5 goals, 16 assists for 21 points. He had 135 hits, 92 blocks, and 88 shots on goal. He'd be another okay to weaker streaming option if Orlov's already taken a stream Orlov first. But if he isn't there, Jensen, not bad backup plan depending on who else is playing that night and depending on the room on your roster if you can fit him in there. Uh, third pairing should be Eric Gustafson and Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Now Gustafson, he was brought in in the offseason there. Should be on the second power play unit. And he's 30 years old. Last year got into 59 games played. He only had 3 goals, 15 assists for 18 points. So low for his career average because he's thought of as more of an offensive guy. Definitely can be a defensive liability out there. But we don't care about that a whole, whole bunch. Uh, four of those points were on the power play. 45 hits, 55 blocks, 79 shots on goal. Just because he does get a little bit of power play time might be a streaming option. Probably better options for you out there, so I'd prefer to leave him alone than stream him, but depending how many players are taken in your league, might be a streaming option on a light night. Van Riemsdyk, he should be on the top PK unit, and he's 31 years old. Last year got into 72 games played. He had one goal, 16 assists for 17 points. Only 25 hits, 129 blocks, and 75 shots on goal. Realistically, he's probably a nice defenseman to have on your team, just not your fantasy team. If you're a Capitals fan, you probably do like Van Riemsdyk. Fantasy owners, we're probably not going to find much value in there for you. Uh, top line should be Ovechkin, Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Connor Brown. Now Ovechkin, he should be on the top power play unit, 36 years old, on that chase for Gretzky's record. Last year, 77 games played. He had 50 goals, so a 50-goal season as a 35-year-old. 40 assists for 90 points. That's his highest assist total in about, I think it was five or six years when I was looking up the stats. So obviously very fantasy relevant. Goals are weighted higher in most leagues, so... Definitely going to provide fantasy value for you. 29 of those points were on the power play. Through 156 hits, he likes throwing that big body around. 25 blocks and 334 shots on goal. Definitely shoots the puck a lot. That's no secret there. But Ovechkin would be the best forward of the bunch. That's not really a surprise to anyone, is it? But he'd be the top one to take there. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov. He should also be on the top power play unit. He's 30 years old. Last year he played in 79 games played. He had 24 goals, so uh, 
20 goal man, 54 assists for 78 points. So a point per game player, so definitely fantasy relevant. He's just shadowed a bit by Ovechkin's numbers there. 27 power play points. He had 42 hits, 25 blocks, so not going to wow you in those departments. And 208 shots on goal. Now, Connor Brown, user free agents, uh, well, trade, I guess. It wasn't a signing, but it was shortly after free agency hit there. Uh, he should be on the second PK unit. 28 years old, last year in Ottawa, got into 64 games. He had 10 goals, 29 assists for 39 points. So, decent production there. How will that translate? Because he did have decent line mates most of the time with... Uh, Stutzel and I uh, can't remember the other one on that line most of the time. Formenton just probably has better line mates in Washington and Kuznetsov and Ovechkin obviously so I could see those stats improving. He's just not slated to get any power play time where he was getting that in Ottawa so it's kind of how does that balance out there. Uh, nine of his points of those 39 points were on the power play. 14 hits, 37 blocks, 121 shots on goal. Uh, second line should be Anthony Mantha, Dylan Strom, and TJ Oshie. Now, Mantha, he should be on the second power play unit. He's 27 years old. Last year, got into 37 games. Had 9 goals, 14 assists for 23 points. Two of them were on the power play. 46 hits, 18 blocks, and 82 shots on goal. Not bad numbers there. How does it improve? I guess it kind of depends because we should mention that their depth chart doesn't mention Backstrom, Wilson, or Heglin. Heglin's more of a bottom six option, but Wilson and Backstrom, their top six options there, are they hurt for the whole season? Just kind of depends where they come off injured reserve on how you kind of slate Manta's ability because he'll probably drop to the third line if... Wilson comes back soon enough. Same with Connor Brown, I guess, because Wilson usually plays on the top line. Backstrom's going to be out for a while there, so kind of watch on that because they're not including that on the depth chart right now. Manta at the start of the season should have some fantasy relevance, just how long does it hold on? So I'd be using that as a later round draft pick than in the mid rounds. Uh, Dylan Strom, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 25 years old. He'll definitely have fantasy relevant. He had a really good season in Chicago. Got cut loose, but 69 games played. He had 22 goals, 26 assists for 48 points. So nice point total there. 16 power play points. 11 hits, so not going to wow you there. 33 blocks, again, not going to wow you there. He's completely an offensive play there. And 126 shots on goal. Should be good as a later round pickup there. Uh, TJ Oshie, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 35 years old. Last year, 44 games played. Was injured a lot last year. Missed a lot of time. 11 goals, 14 assists for 25 points, which is pretty low for his standards there. So watch to see if he's coming down the apex. I think it's more of an injury thing. I do think that offense will come back. Will it be his Prime numbers, probably not, but he'll still have some fantasy relevance for you. Of those 25 points, 10 were on the power play. He threw 86 hits in 44 games played, so definitely likes to throw the body. 30 blocks, 77 shots on goal. Third line should be Marcus Johansson, Lars Eller, and Connor Sheary. 
Now, Johansson, he should be on the second power play unit. He's 31 years old. Last year got into 69 games. He had 9 goals, 20 assists for 29 points. So under that half point per game, his best days are probably behind him because now he's in a bottom six role. Uh, 10 of those points were on the power play, though. 31 hits, 26 blocks, 111 shots on goal. More than likely, not going to show a lot of fantasy relevant unless there's more injuries piling up in the forward ranks then he might move up the depth chart a bit there. Uh, Lars Eller, he should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. He's 33 years old now. Last year got into 72 games. He had 13 goals, 18 assists for 31 points. Two of them were on the power play, so a little bit, not a lot of power play production there. 95 hits, 36 blocks, 116 shots on goal. Eller, he's a really nice forward to have on your team, but probably not your fantasy team there. So I'd probably be probably guessing there'd be better options. On an extremely light night, might be worth streaming, but that'd be about as far as it goes for Eller there. Connor Sheary, kind of the same thing. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 30 years old. Last year, 71 games played. He had 19 goals, 24 assists for 43 points. So better production than Eller. But he also did get time in the top six there, which probably isn't going to happen this year, assuming they're healthy. If there is injuries, he might be bumped up, then there might be more of a streaming option there for you. Of those 43 points, six were on the power play. He had 45 hits, 44 blocks, and 129 shots on goal. Fourth line, realistically, not a lot of fantasy value for you, but we're going to go through them anyways. Might be a hit play in there. We'll... Check it out in just a second. Uh, should be Axel Janssen, Fjallby, Nick Dowd, and Garnet Hathaway. Now, hopefully I don't butcher it again, but Janssen, Fjallby, he's 24 years old. Last year got into 23 games. He had two goals, two assists for four points. Had 18 hits, eight blocks, and 29 shots on goal. Realistically, there isn't a lot of fantasy value for you. Just... Leave him alone and move on to the next one here. And Dowd, he should be on the top PK unit. He's 32 years old. Last year got into 64 games. He had 10 goals, 14 assists for 24 points. One was on the power play. Not quite sure how he snuck in a power play point there. But he did. Uh, 139 hits, 53 blocks, and 90 shots on goal. Even with having a hit total over 100 at 139 with the lack of offense there, there's more than likely better options for you in your draft. And Garnet Hathaway, he should be on the top PK unit. He's 30 years old. Last year got into 76 games. He had 14 goals, 12 assists for 26 points. He did throw 250 hits, so that's a really nice hit total there. And over the 25-point mark, so it might be drafted late in Banger Leagues. 62 blocks, so that's... Pretty good block total for a forward there and 124 shots on goal. So that is the Capitals in a nutshell. Hope you did enjoy today's episode. We'll be finishing up these previews pretty soon. Then we'll be getting into our top goaltending rankings, top defensive rankings, and top forward rankings before we get into some sleeper episodes, some strategy episodes. And of course, during the regular season, we have three episodes every week. Looking at different players that have lower ownership to hopefully help strengthen your roster, get you those fantasy wins, move you up your 
standings in your leagues there. So if you did like it and you're watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit that heart, hit follow, depending what uh, format you're streaming it on. And well, good luck in your upcoming fantasy drafts here, fantasy owners, and good luck in your leagues this year. We'll talk to you soon.